five minutes that happened yesterday was that uh, we draw zero zero, and uh, God forbid when we go to Abuja, uh, it's going to be very bad. Eh? I have no idea of what you just said. <laughs> all I heard was <laughs> Abuja and God forbid. That's all I heard. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> Climb Ramachivela. Let's look at what Asian stocks are doing this morning. Yeah. Uh, climbing, and uh, this is a Chinese shares rally after CPA, uh, CPI data was released. Yeah, in early hours of this morning, Sakina, uh, we saw the benchmark actually index uh, heading for its first advance in six days. Uh, this is as Chinese uh, uh, market actually rallied uh, after a weaker than expected inflation spurred speculation that obviously that the government will add more stimulus. This has been the strategy behind the financial uh, uh, strat- uh, the finance uh, committee or the finance uh, department in, uh, out of China. The, their biggest uh, flow here of of anticipation comes from the fact that the inflation. Has has to be controlled. So if it comes in any time lower than what is expected, it is expected, obviously, to boost sales and create a better opportunity for investors outside the country to put more money uh, where their mouth is. If you look at the MSCI Asia Pacific Index, for example, uh, that added another 0.1%. Uh, looking at the companies that actually contributed to this fantastic performance uh, of early hours of this morning, um, we've got uh, a couple companies there, Xiangji, uh, which also added 1.2%. I did not know that SK has got a business in South Korea. SK Holdings are there. <laughs> yes, SA, co- SA uh, 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 company there, a Korean company which is interested obviously in energy and telecommunications, jumped up 7.5% uh, in Seoul last night. So this is very good news and hopefully we will see the results also reflect in the local markets. And uh, looking at Australia, I mean, uh, good news coming out uh, there. Uh, Job records, I mean, we could only hope. Yeah, well, you know what the the trick is here is maybe we can somehow copy some of the styles that uh, the government has uh, adopted in the actual country to try and spur jobs. Now, they've created a situation where there's less taxes, for obviously, for part-time workers. And what business now is able to do is is create part-time work. Um, it's not long. It's probably sometimes 12 to about 18 months contracts, but it creates an opportunity for young people to gain experience within these businesses, and it actually helps spur uh, jobs numbers. If you look at the numbers, uh, Sakina, it's not, a, it's not a massive, massive amount. I mean, they, they, they were able to create 121,000 jobs, of which out of that, about 15,000 were permanent posts, so that's very, very good. Uh, but if you look at domestic demand, is being spurred by a pickup in housing as well uh, after a two-year cycle of the Reserve Bank of Australia to cut down its rates and that's also created more jobs in that particular set in the property sector especially uh, so the data were uh, much better than expected. Uh, it may reflect that the official labor market, uh, in actual fact, the figures are catching up with the most uh, other indicators in the labor demand. So let's hope this continues because obviously anything that happens that's positive in Australia tends to also replica- to be re- replicated, obviously, uh, in the Asian market as well, which is very good news for them. Well, Clive, it's a Thursday and uh, we look at investment destinations. Indonesia this morning. That's quite an interesting one, uh, this particular country, uh, Sakina. Uh, the capital obviously being Jakarta. You must be really careful how you pronounce it. Um, uh, the currency they use there is rupiah, um, and the population is obviously 256, uh, 250. 
47 million people uh, that live there. Uh, they use the Constitutional Republic, and that's what makes them very attractive. The expected GDP for 2014 is 5.6, and in 2016, they're expecting to get something around 6 and 7%. It is a very strong economy. Uh, lots of in- infrastructure development taking place there. Uh, if you look at the destinations, they're very huge in tourism as well, uh, Sakina. If you're thinking of taking a holiday, obviously, there's places like Bali, uh, and there's places like Lombok, uh, Bandung, and uh, Barandua, which are very, very nice uh, 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 places of interest if you want to visit. It's a pretty, it's a pretty much very uh, nice uh, um, uh, island. Uh, the equator goes past some of the villages there, which is one of the reasons why people love going there to enjoy it and bake in the sun. If you're like me, you come out with a 10 better than mine, so you're, <laughs> you, you're going to have some good time there in Indonesia. Nice thing is, there are there's about 61% uh, females, uh, so that means that there's a lot of women there. And uh, if uh, Lungile is looking for a prospect, I can help. <laughs> Lungile is a married man, Clive Ramatibela. I'll release you at that point. And, of course, we'll speak to him again tomorrow, Clive Ramatibela, Managing Member at Nkunzi Investments.